basement! Hello? This sweatshirt's an extra schmedium. Schmedium? Schmedium. Schmedium pedium. This shit looks, make, makes me look cock D. <laughs> oh, you just got to do bicep curls before you leave the house. Yeah, get F, that. F is for family, guys. That's right. F is for family. <laughs> 30, uh, 97 seconds. Bay's Boys podcast. This is your host, Joe Skelly, with his co-host, Tyler, I don't know. Mm. And the ever-present Shaggy on oh. the on the keyboard. I don't know what he's doing today. Uh, he's over here just waving. <clears throat> yeah. Sure. So Leave it let's start that. off the program like we always do and say thank you to all our listeners who have kept us around this far. They keep yes. trying to get rid of us, but they can't. We're back. Ha ha! I want to give a shout out to our listener who sent us our favorite cup. Oh, yeah? I was, was looking at mine the other day. Oh, yeah? I don't drink coffee, but I might start just to use the cup. Oh, give a shout out. Because I've never... Oh, I just did. Oh. I don't want to tell them who they are. They, they don't want their business out there. <laughs> Shout out to that fan because we love you. Yeah, for sending the cups. I love it. Dude, dude, that cup is awesome. I mean, not only that, it's the first cup I've ever got from a person who you'd consider a fan. So I'm like, this is a holy grail cup. It is a holy grail cup. Right. It's totally sweet. That's why mine's on the shelf. I don't even use it yet. Oh. You started using yours, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Dude, how could I not? It's I got know. it's got the intrepid I know. Coppola on the front of it. We had Yeah. I watched The Rock the other night. <laughs> I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. Dude, first of all, it explains with all the good scenery that it's a Michael Bay film. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I, didn't, I forgot about that until it came up on the screen. I was like, oh, that's why there's so many good shots and angles in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like the long shots a, of the helicopters with the right. sun setting in the background and right. all that other good shit. And yeah. you're sitting there. I was like, I remember watching it as a young kid being like, wow, the production of this movie is really good. It still looked like, you know, semi- corny movie but it's not because the production's so good you're like wow this is unrealistically realistic or realistically unrealistic whichever way you want to look at it for sure right but the the scenes are great the lines are great still as classic as ever oh that's it dude it's an amazing just, film and and then of course you drop that bomb on me about the spy and i just everything he touches i'm like yeah james bond would do that yeah, yeah james bond would do that <laughs> yes yes james bond, bond would, would do, do that. that right Right. Yeah. It's so really, it's, it's an, it's, it, it's, it's an underrated movie. Right. It's an underrated movie. Right. Which is adds more legend to Mr. Coppola. Yeah. The opening scene is the best though. That fucking scene where they're taking that box down. Get the fucking thing and hit it in your heart. You want me to put this in my fucking heart? Oh, yeah. Get me the fuck out of here. That dude quit his job the minute that went off. And he was the new guy. Right. You right. know, and you know there's people like that, and that's okay. But, right. but like, imagine that's your job. You work all the way to get up there, right? And that's your leaving, right? You're like, you want me that's to put it? this in my fucking heart? You better get me the fuck out of here. My suit's being eaten. Right. I got to go. Gotta go. The next scene that you see him in, he's like, hey man, I'm leaving to build roach motels. Go fuck yourself, government. I'm not coming back here. <laughs> and Nicholas Cage's like, okay, see you later. Have a good time. I keep ordering my Beatles albums. Right. Get them sent to work. <laughs> That's so nobody knew. Right. right. His, his girlfriend. Shout out to everybody who's ordering things and getting them sent to work. So that your significant other like doesn't that. know you're buying it. Dude. <laughs> I had one the other day. Uh-oh. Supposed to arrive on Saturday. Uh-oh. The Mega Beast. It was like Friday morning. I'm like, yeah, cool. She'll be out tomorrow. I'll grab that bitch from the mailbox. She walked in, dropped it right on the counter. She's like, hey, this showed up today. I had to sign for it. That's real weird. What is it? Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. I was like, oh, it's a collection piece. She's like, yeah, the fuck it is, and she left. Like, yep. <laughs> There's right. that. There's yeah. that. Yeah. Should have had it sent to work. I did. <laughs> I did. The problem is, is I work where I sleep, where I shit, where I eat. That's the problem. That so, is the problem. Yeah, I got no office. I'm going to need somebody send me their office address for all my toys to go to, because... That's just how it has to be. It's a good thing she doesn't open my mail. That's right. Mm, collectible my ass. Right. Oh, yeah. Lordy. So, Nicolas Cage, The Beatles. What's your favorite scene in that movie? When he's in prison, he's all laying on his back and on oh, the cell. And he's I'll like, take play. And he's making fun of that dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? And he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? <laughs> Bunch of high testosterone killers on the island. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. I like when he tracks it all backwards. He's like, I like that you came out this pipe through the cysteine, through the furnace, which by the way was super cool. But how in Zeus's fucking butthole did you get out of your cell? And then the door just clicks open. Did you see him shredding those bed sheets? I mean, think about if you, and this is the part I thought about if there were, if there were fucking guards, bro, that would have taken weeks. Oh, because he made a, what? He had that fucking rope with the fucking wheel. I'm like, dude. That would take forever. You'd be shredding bed sheets and people would be like, why are the bed sheets ripping? You know, <laughs> first time they go to laundry and come back like, oh, I pulled this sheet out. It's half a sheet. <laughs> what cell did it come from? I don't know. Right. Nobody knows. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, it is. It is good. That's a classic film. It, it just never gets old. It, it doesn't. No. That and, is uh, one of those that you could keep watching. Ed Harris. Oh, yeah. Dude, when he's out in the rain in his uniform and he puts that Medal of Honor Bro, down on that tombstone. He's like, I got to do some stuff. I know I couldn't do it when you were here. I'll see you later. I love you. And just, you're like, oh, this man's going down with the ship. Right. <laughs> this is my favorite part, though. This is the best part that keeps it real. At the end, when that dude's like, we should send this. He's like, you think I'm about to kill 80,000 people? What do you think? I'm fucking psychotic. He's like, get in the chopper. We're leaving you, idiot. And then it just, it's a muck. Yeah. It's, it's a to, muck. It's Spo- totally spoiler muck. alert. The good guys win again. Oh, again. No matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, And they can't judge a book by its cover. No. Can't judge a book by its cover. No. It will never, it will never, ever, ever. Fuck. I can't believe how not old that movie is. Right. And you know, they tried to recreate the same character as they Sean were. Connery. In um, what's the one with the two Irish brothers and his dad? His their mm. dad was in prison without a name. Oh yeah, Boondocks. Boondock Saints. Saints, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You think that's what that's supposed to be? Uh, uh, come on. Here's a prisoner with no name. He only has a number. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. And maybe I wouldn't go as far as like he's supposed to be James Bond, but that's this the similarities, oh, the yeah, the yeah. similarities between the two characters well, in, their, in their background. When you have that dirty dark shadow, that's the whole thing, right? Right. If if you sh- it doesn't matter if you show up on the TV, you're like I'm a Navy SEAL, you know. Then there then the next guy's like I heard he, and then and then that's it. You're just legend status. I heard he was eating ass out of some bag raincoats in Africa, and people are like, oh my. Oh my, eating ass on another continent? Never done that. Must be special. <laughs> special ass. Crab crawls out, sings you the alphabet. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Ooh. Then takes you surfing. This just got real deep. Right. <laughs> we don't know. Literally. We just don't know. My man must have been on another continent eating mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I can't believe Candyman's in that movie. It took me till this time to watch it to realize oh, to that's realize Candyman. That's the Candyman. Right. And yeah, I've been yeah. watching him this whole time. Yeah. It didn't it was, even know. No, but that that voice. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are the Candyman. He is the Candyman right? 
That's uh that movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh, the Candyman? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how the you know, original, I was talking to, the I was talking to Mr. Yingling and he, we were talking about old movies yeah. that scared the shit out of you yeah. growing up. Because uh, today's movies, right? It's it's nothing but blood and gore, right? Right. But oh, the old school movies. my arm off. I'm so listen, scared. They yeah. all learn from Alfred Hitchcock, right? Right. When you have a Not low- Not showing you shit. W- yeah. When you have a low budget, yep. right? Like the first Halloween was shot on $300,000, right? And 85% right. of that budget was for their cameras. I like that's how that's your marking for a low budget. What the fuck is our budget then? Peanuts? Right. Well, yeah. 300K? I mean, you, well, no, you got to look at, uh, what's his face that did uh, El Mariachi? Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's a low budget. $7,000. 300K, my guy could have made the next fucking Inception. Right. <laughs> what, you give it to that guy, you're getting Inception. You're getting Inception, With right. With two Leonardo Rob- DiCaprio. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez and yeah. $300,000 equals right. Inception. Right. Part two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With two Antonio so. Banderas's and one Selma Hayek. <laughs> right. And no toes. Right. Unless Tarantino's there. <laughs> Unless Tarantino's Shout there. Shout out to Tarantino. Who wanted Mario. Madonna to play the fucking <laughs> vampire queen because he had the thing for Madonna's feet. Listen, Tarantino said that Bruce Lee was a hack, so yeah. you can't trust that guy. No. He probably does a lot of blow when you're not looking. Uh, no. The guy's a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. He's I love him, to... but he's a weirdo. He's a fucking weirdo. And I'd pay Bruce Lee to fight him. <laughs> Not pay to see Bruce Lee fight him. Uh, I'd pay Bruce Lee to fight him. Like put a hit out. Right. All no, right. just just the fight. Just so he gets beat up. So he can write some movies about it? Right. All right. He already did. It's called Kill Bill. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I don't, I don't like those movies, man. What? Yeah, I'm not into that stuff. I thought they were pretty impressive. I'm not into gore stuff. All right. Fair I don't enough. look at that. It's weird. So anyway, yeah, Mr. Yingling was saying movies that scared the shit out of him. Candyman's scary as fuck. Halloween. The original Halloween. The original. Right? Because they had to do really long scenes with no special effects. So they had to use that, that anticipation, up. that build right. up, that fear, right? Build up is what How matters about, the most. And again, the first exorcist to this day, that movie scares the shit out of me. I've never watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the vomit that gets you? No, it's, it's that growing up in that, in, in that community, that Catholic community, and Ooh. having those fears as a kid, Ooh. right? And like he also admitted going to possess you because yeah. you fucked off too much type shit. Yeah, right. right. And he also admitted that he also truly believed quicksand was going to be a, a bigger deal growing up. Who? Yingling? Yingling. He's like, think about all the goddamn TV shows where motherfuckers are dying in quicksand and getting stuck in quicksand. What a horrible death that would be. Oh. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely right. But the most fucked up part about the first exorcist is I went to Washington, D.C., Right? Yeah. And the end of the movie, The Exorcist, with Father Damien Karras falls down the stairs. Okay. That's in Georgetown, D.C. And I seen them. I stood on those stairs. Oh. Yeah. That's goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Exorcist. Yeah. The last one was pretty good, too. I figured that would just be 10 times more fucked up. It was, it was really fucked up. It was, it was. It was like a prequel. Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. See, so all the, all the can... in-between ones were garbage. The first one and the last one, Aces. Yeah. Aces, without a doubt. What was the one, I just watched a movie that's a remake or, re, no, Spider-Man. I watched the new Spider-Man. Dude, there are 37 Spider-Mans. I, I can't track all this of them. This one so was dumb. great. This one was great. Every 10 movies, Marvel or whoever gets a good one, that was the good one. Nah. Yeah, it's uh, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Bro, it was twisted up. Okay. It's fucked up. All right. Yeah. Takes it back to the original, the original, I feel like the original vibe of comics. You remember back in the day, it was always like the whole issue was based on this choice you were going to make. 
right? Yes. And whatever the guy it was all choice, about morality, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. whatever you made a choice of, like it was somehow it was going to go good for a minute, and then it was going to go fucking sideways. Right. And that's what this movie's about. It's not just oh, I'm a bad guy. I want this. You're going to stop me. It's this kid makes a choice, fucks up his whole life, and then just has to deal with the consequences. And you're like, oh, that's a good movie. It's not just, you know, again, the small guy with the hammer shows up and starts beating your planet up or something. I'm like, how many fucking times is the bully going to show up? We got Superman already. Right. Send his ass out. Yeah, let him Why deal with it. Why you send the kid out? Let him deal with right. it. Right. Superman should have been handling all the aliens. We don't need Avengers for that. <laughs> Avengers need to get in the subways and clean that shit up. <laughs> get the Hulk down there and fix some shit. Get some potholes done. You know? Why didn't they use that dude as a heavy laborer? Right. Like, that dude could get right. massive working projects. Boys over there smashing buildings all the time. Like, dog, you're you're a liability. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> we gotta fix all this when you're done, you know. Do they keep him around to keep the economy going? <laughs> Pay them taxes, New Yorkers. Listen, listen. Jobs are down. Hulk, come out here and smash something so we right. can have a new building project. Don't you think, let me ask you a question. This is not off topic, but it's on topic, but it's kind of a weird sidebar. Do you think that all the superheroes are from big towns because back then the world was so tiny that to make them look bigger, you put them in a big town? Because you write that story up today. They're like, oh yeah, the superheroes from New York. You're like, yeah, everybody's fucking from New York. Right. You know, this superhero's from LA. Yeah, everybody's from LA. Even Smallville, what did he do? He went from, Superman went from being a teenager in a fucking cornfield and left to go to the city. Right. Oh, the city's where it's at. The yeah, city's how big where... of a superhero could you be in Point Pleasant, West Virginia? That's, <laughs> that's true. A lot of personal issues going on there you got to deal with, so. I'm just saying, right? right? That how, is true. How that many is true. miracles can you do that is true in a small town but this also builds the idea that small towns have no issues and that cities are all the issue mm. where i'm like okay sure small towns where you get buried and not found for a few years is oh, the problem. Like, unless you're in syria and west virginia right <laughs> in which case everybody knows where you are because it's just a misunderstanding <laughs> that's right yeah that's just a misunderstanding <laughs> but I watched a video, you know, on that New York topic. I watched a fucking Instagram video the other night of some broad who's like, let me show you my $3,200 New York fucking apartment. Oh, bro. I was like, yep, that's, yep, yep. $3,200 a month. Mm -hmm. Got you a fly trap, a door that doesn't open. That looks like my garage. Yep. (laughs) A screen, a screen door to the main building that's got dicks and balls drawn on it and white (laughs) and white out. I'm like, you know, this was done by a 16 year old. This is in white out. He's not even graduated to the can yet. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what a 32. Oh man. She's like, look at my beautiful view of the city. It's a fucking alleyway full of trash. (laughs) Like, oh. And you pay $3,200 a month for this and you're happy about it. And what's her job? That's what I want to know. Like you're in, you're paying for the shittiest apartment you can, which means, you know, you're serving coffee somewhere. Right. Or you're a newspaper guy. It's no disrespect. It's just like, (laughs) that's, that's like the low bar income, right? In New York, you know, 3,000. Or no, the other, the other solution is you get nine roommates. Right. And I've heard that shit. Two people to a, a one be- to a bedroom. Yep. yep, that's uh that's Japan's fucking uh, business model. Yes, I've it heard is. all about that. And Hong Kong and other places. Oof. I never hear anything about Hong Kong other than they're making uh, cures for viruses. You know. Oh, that wasn't that's not, it's not even they, Hong Kong. They didn't make that. That's too no. bad. See, no. that's another place. Listen, the most important thing to come out of Hong Kong was kung fu. Everybody knows that. Hong Kong fui. Hong Kong fui. 
the greatest. The greatest. They made the greatest Kung Fu. What can we say? Right. Um, we got any viewer mail. We got a review today. Yeah, we do actually. Oh, all right. We don't, uh, we don't want you viewers to feel bad. We didn't forget to read your episode. It's just that our guest off picked which episode he wanted to drop. And the other one had all your views on it. So we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Cause we're those kind of people. Right, dude, we're, we're not the, leaving you guys left look, out. Look, leave the gentleman oh, formerly I, known as I Nigel. Will, I will never, I will never. All right. Should we do those? Yeah. We got a nice story here. Yeah, let's do it. I like this one. So from our, uh, reader submission, listener submission, listener, some, what did I say? Reader. Oh, can you read our podcast, please? (laughs) Have you read our podcast? Thank you. So we actually got a submission from a random fan who says, I found your guy's sticker on a Greyhound bus. So I knew this shit would be good. (laughs) Oh, Bro, it's been like 10 years since I've been on a Greyhound. That must be yours, Joe Skelly. Or, or one of our other people's. Was it a bus or the bus station? That's a good question. He wasn't definitive. And he didn't say whether or not it was the bathroom, no. which is where a majority of our fans find our fucking ticket. <laughs> the bottom this, of pissers. <laughs> the bottom of a pisser. I don't know how they keep getting there. Yeah. Well, this one's from Kenobi. Says, hey, man. Hey, Kenobi. What's up? When are you coming over, guy? What's up, Kenobi? Yeah, what are you doing today, bro? We should hang out. Anyways. Hey man, just wanted to pop in and express my amazement at the recent episodes featuring Mr. Yingling. This guy is so awesome. The stories are a bunch of, uh, oh, the stories about brunch at, uh, Sterling's Sterling's are epic. I wish I'd been there. P.S. I can't wait for the big titty food show. (laughs) So shout out to Mr. Yingling, shout out to Kenobi, uh, and shout out to all our big titty listeners who want to get into the postagram. We're going to be ready. Yeah, it's, it might happen. We're ready. Yeah. No, it's going to happen. Don't say might. What? Only on Patreon. Right. <laughs> and uh, oh, you subscribe oh. to our Patreon, you're going to get nothing but <clears> pictures <throat> of Tyler's I don't know's feet. <laughs> I. Maybe we'll put little costumes on That's them. some fucked up shit. <laughs> Listen, if you've been listening to our show ever, you know I go to the beach with shoes on, so that's never going to happen. <laughs> All right. I don't even take my shoes off in the shower. I just got beach <laughs> shoes that I switched to. Okay. So Crocs. Here's one from another <laughs> listener. One time I was home alone. Taco Bell Crocs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time I was home alone and uh, I was making some New England clam chowder. Was red that the or, red, red or, or white? The white? Red or yep. white. Red yep. or white. Yep. This yep. is an important detail. I heard someone in the bathroom upstairs. So I stopped what I was doing and I pulled out the pocket knife I had. Good choice. Okay. Oh, grandpa's whittling knife. Yep. I thought they came through the hall window, but it was closed and the blinds were even down. I heard the toilet flush and the faucet run. And then I went up th- and then when I went up, the water shut off and they walked towards the door in the bathroom. I just stood outside of it staring. I didn't have a phone and. That takes, no some, one, that takes big cojones. It does. Like, you think somebody's in your house, you're home alone, you think you have a home invader. And you're going to go check it out. With a pocket knife. Right. Okay. Right. I'm not, is, di- yeah. I'm not yeah. discounting the story, I'm just saying that takes big <laughs> cojones. I heard the toilet flush and the faucet run, and uh, when the water shut off, they walked towards the door and I just stopped. I didn't have a phone and no one was there, but I wanted to confront the guy. I called out, who's in there? But no answer. I finally grow the courage to open the door and nobody's in there. Holy shit. I was 15. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a ghost experience. What? Uh, oh, otherworldly experience. Some might say. 
or you met the fastest motherfucking parkour ninja you've ever heard of. <laughs> well, and, dude, at least if it was a parkour ninja, at least they had the courtesy to flush the toilet and they just didn't upper deck it and right. they washed their hands. Right. Or if it was a ghost, at least they had the courtesy to wash their hands. That's what I take from this. Imagine this story. You imagine a ghost walking around your house with poop hands, just touching everything. Mm, it doesn't smell. <laughs> Would it make it cold? So every time you touch something and it's cold, you're like, damn it, there's ghost poop on there. <laughs> I don't know. Like, because you know, why didn't this say, fucker wash his hands? Right. <laughs> Fuck's right. You got no home training ghost. Maybe, maybe he didn't like the soap you had. Oh. What if he died from a time where they didn't use hand soap? Yeah, that's possible. What's that show called? Uh, the one with the, that we were watching with the new couple that's running the house and the girl bangs her head and now she sees ghosts. All those ghosts are stuck to the area based on when they died. Mm. So the dude that's from, you know, the 1600s and is all fucking kind of dumb compared yeah. to the next folk, supposedly, you know, that's an interesting, that's an interesting storyline to see those guys sticking to their historical, uh, points in time, I guess. So to I mean, speak. you wouldn't know any different, right? Right. And then in that movie too, the ghost is like, oh, the coolest thing to do up here is watch ants. And I'm like, oh, yeah, if you had 22, 200 years to sit around here, 24 <laughs> hours a day, I'd watch ants too, I guess. Did they sleep? No. No. They just walk around seeing shit. 24 hours a day? 24 hours a day. That shit would get old as fuck. You, you'd read a lot of books. There'd be a lot of books to read. I, I feel. Master then, of the piano. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Groundhog Day. <laughs> right, right, right. But he just learned how to master mm. everything. And then, and the same thing too. Uh, it just keeps showing that over and over. They have nothing to do. So their biggest thing to do is watch people. And I'm like, oh, imagine just walking into rooms, watching people constantly. That's Wait, your hobby. Okay. How about that movie? Uh, God, I can't think of her name now. The blonde actress, British. And she lived on one of the Channel Islands in World War II. And in real life or in the movie? In the movie. Oh, oh, oh. It was right. like World War One, World War Two, Channel Islands between England and Germany. Oh, boy. Her husband goes off to war. Oh, okay. And all of a sudden, they keep hearing things in the house, and they think the house is haunted, and the mom's freaking out because she's in this giant mansion with just her two kids. It turns out it's a squatter. No, it turns out that they're the ones that are dead, and they're the ghosts. Oh, one of the reverse games, huh? Mm. Yeah, well, they always talk about maybe you won't know when you're a ghost once you're a ghost. Well, yeah, if you don't know. I figure the first time you walk through somebody, you're going to figure it out. Unless you think they're a ghost like she did. Oh, and it's reversed? Yeah, she thought that people in no, her home were ghosts, ghost. and she was freaking you out. to leave. Oh. Yeah, that fuck with you. That's some mistaken self-identity right there. Dude, that was a great movie. Right. That reminds me of the old Sixth Sense plot. Right. The dead guy. I see dead people everywhere. No. Right. You're dead. <laughs> right, right, right. You see alive people everywhere. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't fuck with those movies. Be oh, Shaggy said Beetlejuice. Yeah. Kind of a similar thing, right? Mm, yeah, they didn't know they were dead either, went home and all that jazz, went back to their house. What else right. would you do, right? You keep living your life. This is going sideways again. <laughs> Take us out of this fucking shenanigans, all Joe right. Skelly. I got something here. Let Take us out. Ghost stories and all. Send us your ghost stories, baysbasement.com. Write the show. We got a new contest coming up for your guys' stories. Don't send us all your best ones or do and then make us some better best ones later. And don't forget, again, like the contest we had in December, 
There will be a trophy. There will be gift cards. Uh, submit prizes. us your story. Prizes. 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 Might not be gift cards. Prizes. It I might, might send you a shoe. <laughs> Left foot shoe. There's one random shoe. Why not? Right? Bays right? Boys podcast. You never know what you're going to get. No, you don't. You never Dude, know what you're going to get. There might be some alive shit in that box. Could be. Could be. Could be. We're sending out pets. Like sea monkeys. Sea. <laughs> get a package mm, of sea monkeys. Package of sea monkeys. Right. Did those come in a package like fucking- They um, came in a dry package, right? And you had the little come thing. Come on. You had to put the water in, then you poured the sea monkeys Get in. out of here. Yeah. So they came in a pack like that fucking candy you dip your stick in? Yes. Fun dip. Yeah. So hold on. How are they alive if they're dried out and shit? Because they're just dehydrated. And you put them in the water and they came back to life. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's legit. Yeah, they were shrimp. I was super disappointed because all the cartoons had them wearing crowns and shit. I'm like, where the fuck oh, are yeah. these sea buggies? Why don't they have crowns? You paid 10 bucks for a bucket of dust and <laughs> to put in the water, didn't you? Mm-hmm. And then in the bottom, it had the little asterisk that said, may not work if you don't have a microscope, guy. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> what a scam. You know, you know what wasn't a scam? When you got alligators from the back of a magazine. Yeah, alli- <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. not a scam, alligators apparently. from the back of a comic book. And right. like we said last week, how that dude down in the Panhandle of Florida was making a fortune sending right. baby alligators to people in New that, York. You know that makes me think if they were selling alligators out of the kids magazine, out of the men's health magazine, you think they were dropping D ball? They're oh. like, oh, you can just send away for your steroids today. Oh, dude, think about. It. Remember Soldier of Fortune magazine back uh, in the eighties? Oh, 80? we're about to get some. Of oh, those. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm gonna order. You some. could uh, you could hire you could hire anybody to do anything under the Bro. back of that magazine. I can't wait to look at the ads in the back. And there is continuous jokes about how gentlemen were putting in ads up there and selling things that they didn't have, which is ironic because that goes in an industry today. But anyways, so <laughs> <clears throat> moving on. Um, yeah, could you imagine like you just order your box of D ball and your five needles show up and they're like, here you go. I mean, you know, I don't know anything about steroids because I think five needles would be enough. So, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, I got this out of a catalog, you know, now you got to go to special other places. Right. So I, all right. So total sidebar, because you wanted me to take you out of here. I, yep. you know, the phrase never lick a gift horse in the mouth. Never, I thought it was never punch a gift horse. In no, the no, it's never look a gift horse in oh, the never mouth. never look. Right, 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 right. Do you know what that's all about? I know what it means in context, but I don't know what that means. No. So long story short, what it means is you can tell a horse's age by looking at its teeth. Okay. So if somebody gifted you a horse. Oh. For you to open up its mouth and look at its teeth would be super in insulting. Oh. Okay. So just don't respect the hand that's feeding you or giving you free shit. Right. You shouldn't. Right. Thanks for the horse. You shouldn't. Does it matter if it's old? Nope. It was free. You got a free horse, dog. What's right. wrong with you? Right. Yeah, I know. That's a that's a good... That's a good one, right? That makes more sense. That's a good right, one. Right, right. You guys have learned something today? Write the show and tell us how much your college grades have gone up since you started listening to the show. <laughs> right. Baysbasement.com. Uh-huh. There's a link there that says write the show. You can email us. And uh, it doesn't matter what you email us. We'll either read it or we'll laugh or we'll talk about it. Yeah, we're uh, going to talk about you for sure. Right. On but, the mic or off the mic. Right. You're going to get talked about. For sure. Right. And by the way, while you're, while you're listening on your platform, do us a favor, like, subscribe, uh, give us a five-star rating, write us a review, help us beat the algorithms. Uh, don't forget to write Pandora and ask them why the fuck they won't let us on their platform. Right. And... Uh, and uh, help us beat the guys that finally beat Joe Rogan. We want to beat the Star Wars guys. 
Jesus. I think we're better. I think we're better than them. You think you're better than George Boytoy Lucas? Yeah, uh, totally. I don't know how that works. Totally. All right, well, um, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, that's right. That's coming up. To all of our, our listeners out there. Who have significant others. Right. Oh, listen, before I forget this, I, I'm a little bit, I'm not sad that I have to say this because I know it's our fault, but I'm going to put this out there anyways. I got a couple emails from some of our listeners. Some of them uh, were questions about the soap that we sell. Oh. Some of them were compliments. Now, for the guys who are using the soap, you know, in your nether regions and telling me it's working great, I love you. I'm glad that it's working great. Oh, yeah. You're talking about for... that black charcoal soap. That's Yeah, that's, that's a great bomb. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what's funny. And we're just going to put this out here before I forget because we've never talked about this. Okay. Our, our items that we sell in the shop, granted that some are for you, the soaps are not gentlemen. No, no, no. Please no. stop using the soap on your balls. <laughs> You're supposed to buy the soap. Because it's pretty and smells good. For your girl. Right. We, we fucked up. We totally fucked up. We did. Up. We never talked about this in the beginning. No. Bay's Boys Podcast is a side project uh, that we made in joking with our significant others. Yes. And so we wanted to stock things that they would like. This is correct. Right. So again, all you gentlemen that are using the lady soap right now on your tenders. That's hysterical. You can keep doing that. Yeah. We support can, that. We do support that. But for all of you dudes who are asking us why we don't have tougher stuff. <laughs> because it wasn't but, really meant for you. Yeah, it's not for you, bro. The charcoal soap was meant for you. This is a, this is a, this is a podcast of knowledge. We're giving you the tools that you need. Some of you motherfuckers need to buy two bars, though. You need to buy one bar to take a bath with and one bar to give away to the next broad you'd be chilling with. Without a doubt. That's, that's, we're not going to name any names. <laughs> you know who you are. You do. You know who you are. Happy Valentine's Day to all of our wonderful, wonderful female listeners. You guys are the bee's knees. Oh, without a doubt. The number ones. The number ones. Really what we care about the most. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Hey, here's a question. Mm. Do you think Tommy Skelly, while he's doing his routes uh -oh. with the sanitation truck, uh -oh. do you think he's going to find any disenfranchised Valentine's Day presents? Without a doubt. Like, Without a somebody doubt. took that box of chocolates and just threw it straight in the trash? Oh, it ain't even going to make it to the door. Oh, yeah, yeah, some of them. Yeah. Shout out to the guys out there who are battling that this year. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know a guy, true story. Who out on Valentine's Day would go to the bar by himself with a bouquet of flowers and just sit there for like two hours. Yeah. And then finally the bartender would come over and say, hey, you've been here for two hours, bro. What's going on? He's like, I'm madly in love with this woman. And I told her that if she wanted to marry me, to meet me here today. Oh. And she's not shown up. Mm. And then all the single women that happened to be at the bar. Oh would want to console him. Yep. It'd make him feel better. Honey potting with emotion. Oh my man. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Giving away trade secrets. I don't yep. know if I should be doing that. And there it is. So if you uh if you're alone on Valentine's Day. Or if you love me, meet me here at the bar. Right. Don't meet us though, motherfucker, because we don't care about you. But don't say that. Well you you want some random fan to show up and bring you flowers at a bar and chill and wait for you for hours, dog? <laughs> you got to be open with these motherfuckers. You don't know who's out there listening. That's true. Don't set yourself up for failure. That's true. All right? There's no flowers required. We like you as a friend, but don't be trying to show up at the bar and chill and wait for us. And would you be disappointed if nobody showed? Fuck no. 
you already know where I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I am of, listen, I am of, we're, this is it, and then we're going to wrap, no, we can't even. Yes, we can. Listen, man, go to the bar. This is the strat that I live by. I saw a friend do this once. You go to the bar, you hit the girl with the beer, with the beer. If she don't want the beer, hit the friend next to her. If she don't want to hit the next one, you're going to hit something eventually. No, I don't care. It's you're, a numbers you're, game. Your boy's right. Yes. It's a numbers game. Life is a numbers game, right? Yes. Right. So the number is, happy Valentine's Day. 3097 seconds. Is Shout that the out, number? It is. Shout out to all of our friends. Send us your best Valentine's Day story this week. Oh, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. we want yeah. to read it next weekend. That's next right. Next week on the podcast. Your best Valentine's, good or bad? Good or bad. Good or bad. Good or bad. It, it was an amazing or was it absolutely horrific? Right. Write us and tell us about it. 3097 seconds.